Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate NU. We are back in the studio, and boy, are we having fun even before we got on the air. This is a really good time, and we have a great guest, a guy that I've known for pretty long. He does all kinds of financial stuff. His name is John Conover. He's a broker of the local office for Primerica, and... He's only 33 years old, which really pisses me off, actually. Just want to let you know. No, it doesn't. It's great. I just think it's amazing because you have some great posts that I see. Uh, we've met each other in a very strange way, a very different way, because I sold your house. Correct. But it was an interesting way that we met to sell the house. Yep. Um, we stayed friends anyway. We stayed friends anyway. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, you know, here you are. You just got married. Yes. In, in, this, this, in what, March or something like that, yeah. I think it was? Yeah. And you have how many kids? You have... Three kids. Three children. Yeah. Kylie, Lincoln, and Lainey? Lonnie. Lonnie, close, sorry. I was I, I was off on that one. But you got your hands full, man. Two, four, and ten. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I bet Christmas is fun. Yeah, and and we were talking about pets and crates. Yeah. And uh, I'm very pro crate. <laughs> very pro crate. Which which one? The two, the four, or the ten? Just put them all three. Ten, <laughs> ten would be tough, man. Ten would be tough. Uh, but so welcome to the studio here and welcome to our show. I appreciate you coming out and spending some time. So you were 10 years with Primerica. And the reason you and I have been talking back and forth on social media through, you know, Instagram, things like that. And we and we kind of go back and forth because we have we have two different worlds. We have the, the financial world and real estate world, which actually, when you look at it, actually all comes together. I, I mean, it's all part yeah. of investment and yeah. things like that. So the first topic that I wanted to get into, I saw on your Instagram, and we'll get into some of the other things too. The fact that you said uh, some of these numbers, 10,000 baby boomers turn 65 every day, and there's the 95 million millennials planning for their future. That is amazing. There's Those are two separate things. And what I wanted to get into is the world of 401k and how that has just blossomed. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, the the most recent stat to, to talk about four hundred one ks for an example. Um, it's something like eight hundred thousand new millionaires every year just from four hundred one ks and IRAs. Amazing because of compound interest. Because when the when the four hundred one k came out in the seventies, it's now given that that generation that's now retiring they've had four decades of compounding. That's amazing. It's incredible, which has never happened before. First time in history. First time in history. Yep. So the, the, the account values are exploding even since yeah. I got in the industry. That's incredible. Yeah. And that's 10 years. 10 years. And so that just shows you that when somebody says to you, though, why would I put my money in 401k? Why would I do this? Why would I do that? There's, there's now, we now have proof. We have, we have, a, we have a, enough history to show that this works. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's benefits. There's, it's not a one size fits all. Yeah. I'll, I'll be very careful today not to give blanket advice. Absolutely. But, but these are topics that are worth exploring and getting educated on for yeah, sure. I agree. Now tell me about this stool that you told me about when, uh, when we first came in, he, I, I thought he actually brought a stool into the uh-huh. studio, but he didn't, he's sitting on one of our chairs, but, um, but you said it's about this three-legged stool and this was very cool. Yeah. So uh, as you, as you bring up in today's world, the millennials. So yeah. let's, let's let's start with who is in need of advice today. Obviously, the baby boomer generation who is retiring at a clip of ten thousand a day, right? If, if they can. 
uh, they need advice and they might not take the advisor from their 401k. They're looking, right? But then when you look at the millennial market today, uh, there's a huge demand for advice and some of them might be turning to fintech, which we would explain what that is. Cause I saw that in your comment and I, I, as Layman, whatever you want to call me, or some other names you can call me. But uh, what, what does that mean, fintech? Financial technology. That's what be, I thought. It's, um, I'm going to get my advice from an app. Wow. Right? Which On your financial well-being. Correct. So uh, let's put it in the box of um, uh, Yelp, right? So, or wait, wait, how about Open Table? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, okay, I'm going to use the same technology for my future and my children and my family that I use to get a reservation for a restaurant. Right, generational decisions with the same level of advice yeah. we get from picking a restaurant. That um, seems wrong. So, and, and SoFi is one of the, the leaders in that space, right? And whether it's chatting with somebody over instant messenger, uh, wow. that's a preferred way of communicating, but is it a preferred way of getting solid advice? Right. De- debatable because we don't have four decades of proving it yet. Right. True. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But what's funny. Oh, three-legged stool. Yeah. So, so that's, so the 401k is part of it. So yeah. go ahead, keep going. So the old school way, um, and this is even now started to phase out with baby boomers was the old school way was you would have, uh, your pension, you would have social yeah. security, and then you would have your life savings. And what po- most people don't realize is when social security came out, there was, it was 38 people paying in for every one person. Wow. Now it's two to one. So it's, it's, Wait, so there's two people paying or two people or two people, two people paying in for every one person taking out wow. from a ratio that started out at 38 to one. That's not good. Not good. It's going the wrong direction. Right. <laughs> and now life expectancies are 85. Yeah. So social security has gone through changes. It will continue to go through changes. And then you look at how many people today ha- actually have pensions. Yeah. And it's, that's a small percentage. So it's very small percentage, right? Very small percentage. Is it something like did I hear a percentage like 15, 17% of the people? I saw a stat recently that said eight to 12%. Okay. So and that's so it's not too far. Yeah. Okay. And it's a lot of your teachers, government employees. Yes. And um, if you're lucky enough to have like a Peasers account, for yeah. example, yeah. that has a pension built in. But um, the, the problem we're having with pensions now, there's a local township, I won't name the name, but I wasn't allowed to take over their pension because the math is not working in favor of that pension's longevity. Oh, wow. Which would have been a liability to me. Right. So that's at a small level, but what's going on at the state level? We don't know. Yeah. Right. And so those will begin to phase out. And then you're left with this one-legged stool for retirement, which basically means that saving and investing your money, handling your own personal finances just became three times as important as it was for your parents and grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And we talked about before we went live is, is, you know, I, I don't even... I mean, will Social Security be here or not? This is just my opinion. I I don't think it's going to be around forever. I just don't. Or it's going to be for a very few people. You know, so I don't even rely on that. I don't even think about it. Heck, if I get that when I retire, wonderful. That'll help pay for car payment or something, you know, whatever. Um, The other thing is... um, the pensions, I mean, they are changing. I mean, yeah. that's changing. I mean, you see a lot of, I mean, my wife's a teacher. She gets a pension. So I, phew, that's wonderful. Uh, but it's not, it's not out there as much anymore. So I think, you know, obviously, and, and savings accounts, I mean, what, what can you even get in a savings account? It's less than, it's way less than inflation, right? Correct. And there always have been. Yeah. Right. That's the whole point. Oh. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I just had an epiphany. I didn't realize that's the whole point. I love how he says it. And he says it with a smile. That's the whole point. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's why banks like them. Correct. Ah, very yeah. good. Yeah. They're using your money, paying money. you less than what they make on it. Right. Yeah. yeah that's pretty much it. Good. Right. Okay. 
Well, he told me. So keep going. What, any more about the stool? Uh, yeah. So if people are looking for what could they do from a planning standpoint? Yes, yes. Uh, I have a software called a financial independence number, which okay. will factor in average inflation over a 30, 40 year window. And then it'll factor in your income goal. And it'll tell you an approximate net worth you need to have. If, in order to get that. In order to have that income without social security or a pension. Interesting. It's fairly accurate. It gets more accurate the closer you get to your to your age. to your to your destination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And is it still is it still I'm getting closer to mine, by the way. <laughs> and you guys should not be laughing about that. Um what is the the most important thing to start doing? If I have nothing right now, I have zero. So I'm I I got maybe let's just say I had a thousand dollars in savings, if that. Um I have a job that makes it hard for me to save, but I do have the ability to do 401k. What should it, where do you start? That's a really good question. We, we have a format, a blueprint, if you want to call it, we have something called a, a financial house, no pun intended, yeah. a realtor's office. This will work perfect. Um, the financial house is a, a roadmap, a game plan, a blueprint for people to prioritize financial planning needs. Okay. It might be everything from saving and investing to emergency savings, to debt planning, your will, power of attorney and life insurance. Those and that's, are, that's all encompassing. All in the financial house. Absolutely. Those are all the things we touch. Yeah. We just talked about this the other day on another podcast, interestingly enough, whereas, you know, when you go to buy a house, the, the show was called, um, what was it called? After the, after the home sale, after the beyond home purchase. purchase. Yeah. Beyond the purchase. Thank you. Um, they, you, when you buy a house, something to think about is, okay, you just made this huge investment. Okay. You're, you're married or you have a spouse or whatever. And now, and you have kids, um, something happens to one of you, you know, if, if the breadwinner is the one that goes away out of the situation, um, who's paying for the house, right? You know, and, and those are things that you have to think about when, when you buy a house, you know, after you buy it, you know, it's, it's not just, oh, you buy the house and then that's it, you know, you're there and everything's set. So that's the kind of thing too. I think people would come to you and say, you know, what do I do? How am I going to pay for this house in case somebody passes? Right. The average family today has two and a half incomes. Interesting. Okay. And that's because obviously inflation yeah. and, and the last, you know, the last time that it's wages amazing. kept up with GDP growth was 1972. Interesting, right? So we talk about this cost of living adjustment in our paychecks, which is like, oh, I got a 3% raise. Right, right. O okay, good. Maybe you keep up with inflation, but you're not keeping up with the economy. Interesting. Because GDP is the economy. Absolutely. Right? Gross domestic product. So yeah. where it used to be one to one and a half incomes per family 20, 25 years ago, it is now two and a half incomes mm. from two people. And you're right. If a breadwinner passes away and you made the biggest purchase of your life based on two incomes. And what if it's the one that's the one and a half? Then you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Right? So life insurance was meant to protect against that. Mm -hmm. And so you look at the average client that we work with might spend 1% of their income paying for life right, insurance. Right, right. It's enough to keep their income going for 15, 20 years. That's good. It's a great, it's great, great thing. Yeah, it is. Everybody now, what about you here on the radio? And we're, we're going to go off on some tangents here, but Love we'll it. have you back. Um, I hear on the radio about cashing in your life insurance. Ooh. Yeah, that always sounded weird. And there's always this older lady that's on the commercial and she's like, we didn't need to have our life insurance. I don't know if she sounded like that or not, but <laughs> I'm going to do my old lady impressions. Terrible. I don't do impressions. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, it says about cashing. I, I don't understand that. Is yeah. that possible or is it smart? 
So we could spend an hour on this. And if you want to put a plug in next Wednesday, um, I don't know if this will air in time, but uh, I'm actually running a webinar on life insurance. It'll be 45 minutes long. When is it? Next Wednesday? Next Wednesday evening. We're going to miss that. It's fine. Yeah. So, uh, and I'll run more of them. It could be a 45 minute topic. Here's the short version. And you could, whether it's the older lady on TV or it's the TikTokers (laughs) that are now coming out on Instagram and reels and stuff. And they're talking about this type of insurance and their, their tagline is life insurance is meant to be used while you're alive. And I go, great tagline. Yeah. But when you look at the numbers, it's wildly inefficient. Right. And so what we believe is that the insurance company is trying to get you to part with more of your money in the form of premiums Mm -hmm. so they can go and invest your money just like the bank would do with your savings Mm -hmm. deposits. And they'll try to put what's called riders or options, policy provisions to entice you. And then when you look at at the end result, if you look at a life, the life of a life insurance policy over 30 or 40, 50 years, and you look at the actual return on investment, if it was bought as an investment. Right. Like a whole life. Correct. Yeah. It's not very high. It's not. It no, never. It usually never is. It, I had one. I was sold one when I was probably, oh, I'm going to say 18 years old. Right. I was sold one, and I thought, this is great. I paid into that thing for like six years. By the time six years was up or seven, I was supposed to have, you know, a hefty. It was like nothing. Nothing. There was like nothing left. And I cashed it in. It was like, this was the biggest waste. <laughs> biggest waste, right? Yeah, exactly. They, their rate of return starts to actually accelerate after the 20th year. But oh, even wow. then, when you look at the life of the policy, you're looking at about a three to four percent ROI, yeah. average return, which basically keeps up with inflation. Yeah, it's just good. That's not a good investment. What the company wants to do basically is entice you to cash it out so that they're not on the hook to take to pay out the death benefit later. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes That's sense. It. Yeah, absolutely, it makes sense because it's it's more liability for them. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So there we know the old lady that's on the commercial. <laughs> She might have the best integrity. So we just have to be careful what what she says. Term insurance. Term insurance. Term insurance. That's see, I you it's funny. That's what I keep saying and I keep doing because I keep thinking, why not? It's less expensive. I'm and I'm buying other investments. Why would I why would I want to wrap that into so you you believe in term 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 insurance. Yes, so do I. I think there's two instances where you might buy cash value. Yeah. One is if you've got like a ten to fifteen million dollar net worth or more and you have estate planning problems. That's not me, by the way. Okay. Yeah. One day, <laughs> one day it's getting there. You'll sign up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the other is there are very rare instances with institutions, not individuals where it can make sense for pension planning. Mm. But those are the two instances where the math might add up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That is so funny. So term, and that's right. That's what I'm actually doing. I'm, I'm actually doing another, I'm renewing another term with, uh, that I've had. It's the yeah. one that I had, I'm just extending it or whatever. Yep. I'm doing it for so what is, longer. What is term insurance? Yeah. It's a good dummies. thing. Explain that. Yeah, yeah. What is that? <laughs> That's for dummies. Yeah. Oh, did somebody ask you that? You know? <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm asking for, for our friend. Love our friend. <laughs> asking for a friend. So yeah. your friend needs to know that term insurance <laughs> is uh, you purchase for a, a period of time. Yeah. What most companies will let you do is um, have guaranteed insurability until you're 80, 90, or 95. So you're allowed to have the coverage, but mm-hmm. it's how long do you want the price to stay the same? Yeah. It's about 90% cheaper yeah. than whole life. Yeah. And it frees up your capital to invest in things like your your real estate, your 401k, your IRAs. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you look at term insurance, it's really meant to, while the kids are young, you have debt, you have mortgage, and the loss of your income would be devastating to your family. Spend 1% of your income 
to get term insurance. Absolutely. Invest the rest. That's what we do. We yep. both have it on each other. You know, that's, that's just, it. That's the way to do it. And that yep. way we know we're covered. That's really interesting. Great topic there. So is there anything that else that you wanted to cover? Just because we're as for, for time. Yeah. What was what was the most important thing that you wanted to get out to to uh, listeners? Well, for millennials. Yeah. There's let's a, talk about millennials. Yeah. There's a big topic right now um, that is 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 out there that's that's relevant. Okay. And it's called a Roth IRA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I call it the Swiss Army knife of investing. Very cool. Tons of flexibility, tons of ways to use it. All kinds of gadgets. Yep. Uh, here's the premise of it. If you make uh, adjusted gross income under right now, 204,000 a year married file jointly. Yep. So that's, uh, that means both people, both people. And that's gross. Uh, modified adjusted gross. My, so schedule C for somebody. Well, you have your standard deductions and okay. stuff. Okay. okay so good. for okay. most people, it's for most people it works the way you just said, two, correct. 204 you said, right? Yeah. Okay. And for most millennial families, they're going to they're going to fall in there. Yeah. You can do 6,000 a year in contributions per person. Good. And so a thousand bucks a month for a family is, is a aggressive way to play yeah, your retirement. Wonderful. Yeah. And after age 59 and a half, all the money in the account is tax free after 59 and a half and a half. Okay. All the money is, is, tax-free. is accessible tax free. Not only that, but you can pass the money onto your kids tax free. Hmm. And if you let money compound for that long, it's, typically in the millions. Oh, absolutely. So uh, a scenario I run for clients sometimes is like, I don't know, something like 500 a month for a period of time. It's like 180 grand you put in. Mm-hmm. It's worth like 1.4 million wow. after 40 years. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Where are you going to get 1.2 million tax-free legally? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing you said legally because, yeah, you know, we're selling some things down here in the basement, you know, the studio. So, but no, you're right. And now what, so what's the difference between a 401k is, are the investment vehicles the same? Uh, so with a Roth IRA, you're typically going to have more options, okay. but, but similar options, usually okay. ETFs or mutual funds, stocks okay. and yeah. bonds. And we don't have to get into all that today, but, um, with a Roth IRA, here's the, the, the catch that I think people need to understand. Yeah. You can access the principle of a Roth, what you put in mm-hmm. penalty free, tax free whenever you want before age 59 and a half. Right. So here's a scenario I'd like to run by. It's amazing. What if a client was 22? Mm-hmm. All right. And they put in $500 a month into their Roth, which mm-hmm. is the max, right? And they do that for five years. Uh, my quick math says that's 30 grand. Right. Okay. Go ahead. Let's say the account was averaging a traditional 10% a year in a mutual fund, which is normal. We'll call it normal. Okay. Yeah. The account's now worth 40 grand. Yeah. So the 30 grand made an extra 10 in that short period of time. Perfect. They take out $20,000 from their Roth and they buy their first home, which they're allowed to do. It was principal. And there's no, there's no, no, penalties, no penalties and no taxes. Okay. Gotcha. Is that exclusive to a home though? No. What can they use for They can it? use it for anything. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's, as long as it's principal. Okay. There's exclusions wow. if they're using the oh, capital gains. got it. Gotcha. Okay? Gotcha. So they leave 20 in there and, and then they stop contributing the rest of their life. They just let that 20, that 20 stays in, stays in. They're 27 when that happens. They leave that 20 in there and it grows by 67. It's approximated to be worth about a million. Wow. Incredible, right? I think That's, so. Yeah, it's amazing. And yeah. then that comes out tax-free. Tax-free. Interesting. No required. Now, when you're putting it in, is it taxed money going in? It's it's after tax dollars. It's after tax dollars. Yep. But the, the big deal is the growth is not taxed. Correct. Yeah, you're not taxed on, on yeah. if you put 20 in and you get you know a million out, you're not taxed on $980,000. The question that's probably in people's head right now is, do I use my 401k? Do I use a Roth IRA? And I have a priority list that's very simple to understand for clients. Okay. If you qualify for a Roth, but you also have a 401k, put money into your 401k up to the match and stop. Right, exactly. Because it's free money. Right, exactly. Then max out your Roth. 
And then and at that point, if you still have the discretionary funds to keep investing, go back to your 401k or open up other yeah, investment vehicles. Exactly. You're just going to pay. It's just, yeah, you're just going to cap out there, right? Correct. Yeah, exactly. So that's awesome information. Really cool information. So how do, how do we get in touch with you? If somebody wants to reach out, they listen to the show. They're like, you know, what? I want to talk more to this guy and find out what he does and how he does things. How would they get in touch with you? I'm, I'm pretty easy to get uh, through social media. Okay. You know, John Conover is pretty easy to find J O N, not J O H N. Yep. Uh, if you find J O H N, that's my father. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Instagram, uh, I think it's Conover.john. Like you, yeah. you can find me pretty easily. Okay. Cool. Um, email and, and, and the websites up there. Well, when we go to post your show, we'll make sure we have all your information on there also. Absolutely. So you'll have to get me all the different ways you want to get contacted. And then we'll put that on and we post the show. Yep. Uh, but thanks so much for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. We're definitely going to have you come back because I can tell you right now, we didn't cover enough. Sure. Uh, but that's right. We did 20 minutes of a lot of information. That was 20 minutes. That was 20 minutes, man. Flies, man. It goes really fast. Thank you so, so much, Brad. Thanks for coming out, man. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Awesome. There we go. John Conover. You know, we're definitely going to have him come back in here there's way too much information we did not go over heck we didn't even talk about cash value we did talk about the cash value life insurance traps we talked about that we didn't talk enough about um 15 year 30 year mortgages and how we what we can do with that so we'll have to talk about that the next time but uh for now we're out of here all right see you later Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.